no longer need to wear a mask. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, Big Daddy telling you what you can and cannot do. Man, isn't he kind? Isn't he sweet? Isn't he awesome, man? If you're outdoors and you've been vaccinated fully and there's nobody within a million miles of you and even the birds are hiding out. and <laughs> I love this guy. I love what they're doing, by the way, because it's controlled. It is. It truly is. It's controlled. It's taking over and telling you what you can and cannot do with your life. You see how they twist to that? Oh, I'll get to his exact words because I have them written down, exactly how he presented them. Hey there, 510 KTSA, Trey Ware here. It's your morning news, comments on the news. So how, do, how does this happen? How do three teens walk out of the Freeman Coliseum back on, April, on or about April 12th? And how is it that the feds aren't crawling all up into Freeman Coliseum to find out what's going on? Well, I'll tell you how. Because uh, they're like the, the blind monkeys, you know? Oh, we see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. We don't know anything that's going on. And, and if you don't investigate it, then you can't find if there's evil going on. See? If you investigate it, you may stumble upon something that's going on. So we'll just take Nelson's word and... Nothing going on. Says Nelson Wolf. Really? Three kids walked out to joint. Nelson, how come you didn't talk about that? And how come there's not an investigation crawling up in the middle of that to find out how three kids walk out of the Freeman Coliseum? How, how come? How come nobody's trying to find that one out? Oh, uh, local, local television and media are, but they're being blocked at every turn. Why are you blocking the media? <laughs> I smell a rat. I smell a smelly old rat. I don't know if you do or not, but uh, anyway, good morning. It's 511 now at KTSA. So Joe said yesterday, if you're outdoors and you've been vaccinated, you can go ahead and take your your mask off. Only those who have been vaccinated are allowed. All right? Keep in mind, during the entire pandemic, the entire time, less than 10% of any infections happened outdoors. Vaxxed or not, masked or not, whatever. Look, guys, this is very clear. This is not about protecting the public. This is about we are to really dearly follow the dear leader. And the dear leader actually is not Joe Biden. Did you hear what he said about getting in trouble yesterday? That's great. I don't know if we have that isolated, Chris, but, oh, we do. Oh, good. We're going to play that in just a second. So he said when it comes to gathering with a group of friends in a park or going to picnic, you can do it without a mask. Oh, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. You're so nice to tell a free constitutional republic people what they can and cannot do he said starting today if you are fully vaccinated and outdoors not in a big crowd you can go without a mask who are you to tell me what i can do 210-599-5555 who are you to tell me what i can do for those who haven't gotten it, this is another good reason to get vaccinated. It's about saving your life and the lives of those around you. It's about getting back to normal life. So Joe says you can't get back to normal life unless you get vaccinated. You're not allowed to take your mask off. Even outside, you're not allowed to take your mask off unless you get the vaccination. How do you feel about that? What do you think about that? Are you good with that? Are you ready just to follow along, sheeples, the whole thing? Oh, well, I'm going to do whatever Joe tells me to do of course Juan Williams immediately went on Fox News says Joe has beat the has beat COVID single-handedly almost Joe Joe Biden has defeated COVID what do you think about Juan Williams 
Juan used to be a really good friend. Then he then he got to be one of those lying political hacks on the left. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So the press starts hollering questions at Joe. Joe only takes one question at the end of these things to make it look like he did a press conference. That one question has been coordinated between Jen Psaki and Joe and whoever else, and then, of course, the the guy who's going to ask the question. Well, guess what? Several people had questions yesterday because dummy Joe comes walking out with a mask on <laughs> to tell us if you're outdoors, you can take the mask off. So somebody asked that question, but... In the oddest, most revealing moment that is a direct confirmation of all I've been saying to you about this administration, that it is not Joe Biden, it is not Kamala Harris. I happen to believe it's a consortium made up of people like Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett and Michelle Obama and Susan Rice and Ron Klain. Those people are the ones who are running the country, okay? And George Soros, I happen to believe that they're running the country and that Joe Biden is a figurehead why else would he say this india they're suffering at what this do you moment. say to the folks in india you Look, I, i'm sorry i'm gonna just the last question i'll take and I, i'm really gonna be in trouble with regard to india i spoke at length with Modi. okay you can stop it there let's cue it up again chris you got that right so he says He's going to get in trouble if he keeps answering questions from the United States media. Here it is. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to just the last question I'll take. And I, I'm really going to be in trouble. One more time, Chris, just like that. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to just the last question I'll take. And I, I'm really going to be in trouble. With who? He's the president of the United States, right? The President of the United States can answer any question at any time from anyone. Number one, we're a free country, so you're not told what questions by whom you can answer. Number two, he's the President of the free country. The press is supposedly there to hold our institutions accountable, right? That's what a free press is supposed to do. But he's saying if he answers another question, he's going to be in trouble. With whom? Now, uh, that's not a question that Chuck Todd's going to ask because he's on the team. It's not a question that Jake Tapper's going to ask. Why? Because he's on the team. It's not a question that Joy Reid is going to ask because she's on the team. She's working for them. But are you not just a little more than curious as to who Joe Biden is going to get in trouble with if he answers a question from the media? One more time, Chris. One more time. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to just the last question I'll take. And I, I'm really going to be in trouble. I'm really going to be in trouble if I answer another question. Explain it to me. Your thoughts right now. 210-599-5555. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up. San Antonio's News Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This last question I'll take. and I'm really going to be in trouble. Yeah, you are. But with who? Uh, 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 uh. 
Well, KTSA and Kitchen Design by Giovanni presenting Serving Those Who Serve, where you can win a complete shower makeover. For nominating an active or retired service member, just go to KTSA.com to enter. Presented in part by Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, the Institute for Functional Health. Helen's Money Team, Guild Mortgage, check them all out. Thank you very much, all of our wonderful sponsors. Well, that's kind of cool. I just heard uh, Don Morgan say more about a quarter or more than a quarter of Texans have been fully vaxxed against uh, COVID-19. We also know that over 10 million Texans, which is more than a third, have antibodies. So if you got a quarter plus a third, over a third who have the antibodies, you got a quarter that have been vaxxed and over a third that have the antibodies. antibodies. The heck you worried about a mask staying indoors for? <laughs> Live your life, baby. Live your... No, seriously, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask all day long. I don't care. But, I mean, you know, wear a hazmat suit if you can find one. I really don't care what you do. But look at the numbers, you know, and our our the governor was brilliant by doing what he did when he opened up on March 10th and all that stuff about Neanderthals in Texas, you know, uh, that's just Joe popping off uh, or whoever's talking through Joe. But obviously it was the right move. There are concerns, however, about employment. We'll talk a little bit about that. Are you going to watch or listen to Joe tonight? Is that your plan? His speech is tonight. They don't have a designated survivor, by the way. It's one of the things that they have changed. Uh, Only two of the 15 cabinet secretaries are going to go. The rest of them will be watching by television. A law from 1947 says that if the president and vice president both die, the House Speaker, currently Nancy Pelosi, becomes president. Pelosi is expected to attend Biden's speech. Every time they have one of these, the subject of designated survivor always comes up, right? There's always a big deal. In fact, it was a television show on ABC. It was a series on ABC. Third in line is Senator Patrick Leahy. It's unclear if Leahy is going to go. Then you got uh, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, fourth in line. You got Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who is sixth in line, and on down the line it goes, and then you get to Janet Ellen. So it looks like she would be the one that would be the natural uh, designated survivor if, God forbid, anything crazy were to happen. But they are not saying that they have a designated survivor standing by, as they've always done in the past. They just, Janet Ellen, it would just fall to her. So I asked the question on my Facebook page, are you going to watch, listen to Joe Biden's speech tonight? Paul says, nope, rather watch paint dry. Catherine says, yuck. Margie says, no, it's a waste of time. Brett says, Z's. Uh, Anthony says, hell no, boss. Trump, yes. Um, let's see here. Glenna says, no. Lisa says, is that a trick question? No. I'm just curious. <laughs> I just want to know. And let's see here. Kathy says, are they going to have it about 4 p.m.? Because that's when he goes to bed. <laughs> I, th- I think it's more like 2, but you're pretty close anyway, Kathy. Hey, uh, keep your eye to the sky uh, tonight because today it's going to be 89. It's very, very humid out there this morning. But tonight a severe evening thunderstorm could happen. Didn't happen last night. The potential was there. And remember, I always tell you that these things are just potential, right? Not a guarantee that they're going to happen. And when they do, it's not a guarantee that they're going to happen everywhere. But the potential is there because the atmosphere is ripe. But last night there was a cap on the atmosphere that kind of held everything under control, so it wasn't a big deal. That cap is going to be weaker tonight. So mostly cloudy and humid, breezy this evening, followed by occasional rain and a thunderstorm late. Any of these storms, if they crop up and where they do, can cause flash flooding, damaging winds, even some hail, lightning, brief power outages, stuff like that. 
Okay, so that's what you want to be aware of for tonight. Not guaranteeing it, but I'd say just a little preparation is probably a good idea. Back in a minute. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. The CDC was well-timed to put this out there because there is no data. Frankly, there's not been data for many months now that outdoor transmission is a thing. It never was a thing. It never has been a thing. And so your thing thing of standing outside with a mask on is nuts. That's a nutsy thing. And particularly if you're participating in sports with a mask on, that's another thing thing that doesn't make any sense. Guys, listen. If you listen to him yesterday, if you listen to the president yesterday, this is not about masks. This is not about spreading COVID. It has nothing to do with that. This is about you doing what they say. This is about a year-long effort to get you to comply to walk within the lines, yes, sir, no, ma'am, you know, that kind of thing. I will do what the government says because the government knows best. They know best, right? And within a year's time, what we have learned about our government is they don't know crap, okay? They have no idea. They are so confused, and this is how bureaucracies work. They don't know anything. They're confused. And if you're taking your life uh, plans, if you're making your life plans based on what they're telling you, please stop. You're not doing yourself any favors. You're harming yourself, right? And so when, when Joe Biden comes out and says, okay, if you're vaccinated and if you're outdoors, you may now, and you're not in a large crowd, you may... <laughs> Well, I'm going to go stand out in the middle of a field by myself so I can take my mask off. I mean, the guy's a total idiot. He walks out of the White House yesterday with a mask on to tell us if you're outdoors and you've been vaccinated, you can take a mask off. And one of the reporters asked him that. He said, well, I don't want to ask. I don't want to answer too many questions. I'm going to get in trouble. Let's play that, Chris. If I answer too many questions, I'm going to get in trouble. My ears perked up when he said that because... I want to know who he's going to get in trouble with. I want to know, when he walks back in the White House, who's going to tell the President of the United States, you answered too many questions, you're in trouble, go sit in a corner. Put your nose in the corner, put the dunce hat on. Well, that's kind of, that's fitting, but who's who's going to tell the President that? Listen to this. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to, just the last question I'll take, and I, I'm really going to be in trouble. I'm really going to be in trouble. Is that Jill and that's just a wifely thing? No. Is that, uh, you know, is that Kamala and that's the vice presidential thing? Well, maybe. I doubt that. I would bet it's Ron Klain, who's in daily contact with Barack Obama, who's in daily contact with Valerie Jarrett, who's in daily contact with Susan Rice, and they're all together running the United States. Don't let Joe go out there and answer too many questions. Don't let Joe talk for too long without the teleprompter. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. And if he does, when he gets back in here... You tell him Barack's on the phone, I want to talk to you. Yeah, that's that's what Joe's talking about. If I answer too many questions, if I talk too much, this is not the first time he's said this. But what it is, it's more evidence of what I've been saying from the very beginning. He's not the president. He's not the president. I said this from day one. A group has been elected to run this country. You don't know who they are. And they're not accountable, and they're not elected, and they're running this country through Joe 
Biden. The strings are being pulled to take us to socialism, communism. China, that's where we're headed. And that's evidence all the time. Well, at least we're making some progress here with uh, Kamala and the border. You remember, 36 days ago, she was appointed by Joe Biden to be the border czar and to fix all this problem down at the border. She hasn't had a press conference yet. She hasn't gone to the border. First thing she said was, well, it's a security issue as far as me going down there. So the person who has the most security of anybody on the planet, we're talking fighter jets flying overhead. We're talking, uh, well, stuff we can't even talk about, stuff we don't even know about, protects her. Okay. So it's too dangerous for her who has all that protection to go to the border? One minute they're telling us the border's not a danger, and the next minute they're saying, well, the vice president can't go, even though she has the best security that money can buy anywhere on the planet, on the face of the planet. She's got the best, but she still can't go because it's too dangerous. And then the second one they used was, well, COVID, you know, don't want to get COVID. Don't want to get the, the vice president COVID. Well, first of all, she's been vaxxed twice. So my question is, do the vaccines work or not? Do they work or not? Because if she's been vaccinated twice and she won't go to the border because she may get COVID down at the border, why in the world is everybody else getting vaccinated if the vaccines don't work, if they're not protecting her to you know, so she can go to the border? The other thing was they have spent weeks telling us there's no COVID. There is no COVID down at the border. It's not coming into the country. But the vice president won't go. Because she may get COVID, and it may be too dangerous for her to go, even though she's got the best security anywhere. Does anybody else smell a bunch of BS, a bunch of bull crap? Anybody else? Am I the only one that's got the bull crap meter going? So even though it's 6,000 miles away and an ocean away, Kamala Harris got on the phone and called the president of Finland to talk to him. <laughs> Uh, she called up the president of Finland to talk to him about our border disaster. <laughs> Vice President Harris and the Finnish president uh, discussed the need for more coordinated action to address the root causes of migration, although it's unclear how he in Finland would help to address the factors for migration in Central America. Finland is a faraway Nordic country, and its population is one-third the size of Guatemala, the home of telecom great Nokia. Left-leaning Democrats are saying, saying, and, and she's one of them, that it's global warming that is causing these people to come here in fossil fuel use potentially implicating even distant countries like Finland in causing our border crisis. He's 6,000 miles away and an ocean away, but he's the first phone call for her. <laughs> I'm going I'm to fix that problem down at the border. Get me the Finnish president on the phone now. <laughs> Get him on the phone. I'm going to straighten him out. Uh, she hadn't gone, of course, down. I just went over all the reasons for that. She did host a webcast meeting with Guatemalan, with Guatemalan nonprofits. <laughs> nonprofits in Guatemala. Not the leadership, not, not anybody else. The, 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 the nonprofits like the, you know, the blood bank and goodwill. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she said, you will be able to tell me what has been working and what has not been working. She calls up Goodwill in the blood bank down in Guatemala. Tell me what's working on the immigration issue. I want to learn what's worked and what's not from your perspective and what might work and what, what, what's been tried, what hasn't been tried. What, what do you guys down there to Goodwill think? I don't know. I'm counting pants. <laughs> I'm counting toys. <laughs> she said, my focus is not going to be a broad sweeping approach, but rather a place based approach. What is that? What? <laughs> It's just going to be a, you know, it's going to be a place-based approach. It's not going to be a broad-based approach. And, by the way, her meeting with Guatemala and the nonprofits down there were closed to the press, so the press has no idea what she was saying and who she was talking to. Hold on, Julie, I'm coming to you. She said we are looking at the issue of extreme weather, the lack of climate adaptation, and violence against women, indigenous people, LGBTQ people, and Afro-descendants, she said. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. The problem and why we have a disaster at our border, extreme weather, climate adaptation, violence against women, indigenous people, LGBTQ people, and Afro-descendants. So let me get on the phone with the Finnish president and discuss this with the president from Finland. <laughs> Line one, Julie, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. What's up? Hello? Yes, go right ahead. You're on. I just wanted to comment something that I believe all the foxes are inside the hen house and the farmer needs to wake up. He's asleep and he is not ready to get rid of them. And he needs to get rid of all those foxes before he ends up with no hands, with no chickens. <laughs> if he doesn't wake up now. Okay, I, I think you're probably right. I appreciate it, Julie. Uh, so uh, Kamala also is claiming the U.S. is building a comprehensive strategy with international institutions, with allies around the globe, with foundations here in the United States and the private sector, as well as community organizations. She said that she is also... <laughs> oh, God, it gets better. Oh, I didn't think it could. Thank you, Lord, for this kind of story. This is why I do what I do. She said that she has asked the Japanese Prime Minister, Yoshiri Yusuga, to help with the immigration crisis as well. <laughs> so our vice president, who's in charge of fixing the border, has reached out to the Finnish president, 6,000 miles away, and the Prime Minister of Japan <laughs> to ask their help in fixing our border crisis. Back Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I want to be absolutely clear. If you're in a crowd, like a yeah. stadium or at a conference uh -huh. or a concert, yeah. you still need to wear a mask. Yes, sir. Yes, even sir. Even if you're outside. Sir, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. I'll salute. I'll stand up straight. And I'll march right behind you, sir. Sir, whatever you say, sir. Show me the line, sir. Because I'm a good sheeples, sir. I'll do everything you say, sir. It's a setup, dudes. It's set up, y'all. It's a total setup. The whole year has been a setup to get you in line to do what they tell you to do. Never before in the history of our country, even when people did get sick before 1917 or whatever you want to talk about, any of these times in the past, we put the sick people away, tuberculosis, whatever it was, we put the sick people away, and we let free people live. 
That's how we did it always in the past. Now we're taking free people, well people, locking them up for a year, telling them to put all this crap on their face, telling them you can't leave your house, tell them you can't go to church, do all this stuff. And guess what? Along comes Joe, <laughs> surprisingly, on his 100th day in office. Isn't that funny how that all came together just right? Actually, this week. It's coming up on Friday, but you know. Had to get it out there a couple of days in advance. I explained that yesterday. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> You're so cool. And even Juan Williams on, on the Fox show yesterday, what is it called, Five? He's on there yesterday going, oh, my God, Joe beat COVID all by himself. Thank you, Joe. Joe beat COVID. No, Juan's not making stuff up. That's what they believe. That's how they think on the left is that Joe beat COVID. Joe isn't the president. Chris, let's give him another example. Yesterday, you had members of the media who were shouting questions after it was over with. Joe always answers one question, so it doesn't look like a completely staged event, but even that one question is staged, planned, given to the reporter to ask. Well, yesterday they all started shouting questions, because he came outside to tell you to take a mask, you, you are now, you may now, you are now allowed to take a mask off outside if you've been fully vaccinated. If you haven't, you still have to wear a mask 24-7. But then another reporter asked a question. Here's what Joe said. I'm sorry. I'm going to just the last question I'll take. And I'm really going to be in trouble. Joe's going to be in trouble. And he looked up at the White House as if Barack or somebody's peering through the shutters down there. <laughs> That's kind of the impression I got. You know, there's Barack up there peering through the shutters. Did he answer two questions? He just answered another question, didn't he? Tell him I want to see him when he gets up here. Tell him I want to see him when he gets up here. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Do it without a mask. Okay, so 210-599-5555. Are you appreciative that Big Daddy Joe says you are allowed to... Chris, let's play a little bit more of that, too. That you are allowed to go outside and you're allowed to be outside without a mask as long as you've been fully vaccinated, as long as you're not around a bunch of people. I'm giving you my my permission to go outside and do all of these things. Maybe just a couple of more seconds here. The CDC is able to make this announcement because our scientists are convinced by the data that the odds of getting or giving the virus to others is very, very low if you're both been fully vaccinated and out in the open air. The CDC also clarify which outdoor activities are safer or less safe, depending on whether you've been vaccinated. I see. The bottom line is clear. Uh If you're vaccinated, you can do more things more Uh safely, both outdoors as well as indoors. Uh Uh-huh. For, so for those who haven't gotten their vaccination yet, especially yes. if you're younger, uh-huh. or think you don't need it, this right. is another great reason to go get vaccinated. I see. Now. Yeah. Now. When? When should I do it, Joe? When, when do you think I ought to be vaccinated? Hmm? Now. Okay. Okay. I get it. When, Joe? When's now. a good idea? Okay. I'll go right now. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) 
this guy. He's a creepy dude, man. He's a creepy dude. Uh, so you get it, right? You got it. You got this whole thing. He's speaking tonight, by the way. It'll be here on KTSA. Woo! Whoop-dee-doo! Whoop-de-freaking-doo! He's going to talk tonight here on KTSA. I can hardly wait. Uh, what do you think? About, um, you, he's now giving you his permission. You now have my permission. You know, I, I, I don't know why he just didn't appear at the window of the Oval Office and raise his hand like the Pope does, you know, at St. Peter's Square. You may now take your mask off. <laughs> it was hilarious how he wore his down there to tell you you can take yours off. <laughs> you get the whole setup. You, you're seeing how this is rolling now, right? That for a year they've trained us. It's all been about training. It's like potty training a dog. It's like potty training a dog, man. Not here! Over there! <laughs> Throw the dog outside. Outside, get that. You're supposed to do it over there. Well, you don't do that in the living room. What's wrong with you? And we're all being potty trained by the president. It's one step at a time. It's another step and another step. And and you may not look. I hope you're not going down this road of whatever they tell me is what I'm going to do. Okay, I hope that's a really bad idea. So I hope you're not one of them. But Juan Williams is. He was on yesterday. Oh, Joe, Joe beat COVID. Joe beat COVID. He beat it. <laughs> it's so great that Joe beat COVID. So Joe said, no vaccine, no normal life. The only way you're going to get back to normal life is if you take the vaccine. Only those vaccinated are going to be allowed to have a normal life. But the most interesting thing that Joe said yesterday was about his overlords getting mad at him for talking too much. Yeah, because you know how the reporters yell questions. Well, they only do one when Joe gives these things because he can't do more than one. He doesn't have the mental capacity to do more than one question. So what they do to make it look like a legit press conference is they give a question to a reporter and they give the answer to Joe, right? And he always, look, just watch me on this one. Play me out on this one. He picks up his thing. He starts to walk away. Every time, every press conference, he puts his aviators on and he starts to walk away with his book in his hand. And somebody will go, hey, Joe, what's the price of, of tea in Texas? And he'll go walk back over the podium and he'll go, I don't want to answer this one this one only. You got it? Only this one. Price of tea in Texas is 47 cents. And he walks off, right? That's that's how it always goes. So yesterday they did the same thing, and their questions were about, well, you wore your mask down here to tell us to take a mask off. I said, what, what, you know, what's up with that? And then they were shouting more questions. Okay. So while they were shouting more questions, Joe says this. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to, just the last question I'll take, and I, I'm really going to be in trouble. I'm really going to be in trouble. You don't have to think very long on that one. You've got the President of the United States, the most powerful man in the free world, who obviously is not the President. This is, again, evidence of what I've been saying since the day he was elected. You people who voted for him, you actually elected a cabal behind him that's running the show it's not joe i I, my guesses are it's barack it's michelle it's valerie jarrett it's susan rice it's ron Klain, it's george soros those are the people in fact in fact when joe said that let's play it again chris because when he said this i'm sorry i'm gonna just the last question i'll take and i'm really gonna be in trouble in my mind because he's looking up at the white house in my mind, he's looking up there, and Barack is looking through the blinds, <laughs> peering through the shades down at him, 
Did he just ask another? He's answering another question. Tell him to get up here. Somebody get down there and get him up here now. He's answering another question. I want to see him. That's how it goes. Who's he, who else is going to get? Who else is he going to get in trouble with? Come on, come on now, come on. You know better. Who else is he going to be in trouble with? So Joe said, if he answers more questions, he's going to be in trouble. He's already in trouble for answering a lot of questions. Constitutional carry hearing is coming up tomorrow in Austin. Please support it. We need constitutional caring now more than ever before. We have a crime wave that has broken out across this country due to the idiots on the left that want to defund police, defang police, destroy police. We now have a crime wave. The criminals know it's all their show, baby. Soros put these DAs in office all across the country, and they're going light and soft on crime. They've been emptying the prisons. They've been emptying the jails. They've been going soft on crime. And, and now innocent, God-fearing, tax-paying citizens of America are paying for it in a tax on their very livelihoods. We need constitutional carry in Texas, and we need it yesterday. I don't care if Dan Patrick says that the support is not there. I don't really care what Dan Patrick thinks. Constitutional carry hearing is tomorrow. It must pass, and it must pass now in the now. state of Texas. Now. Thank you. <laughs> when do we want it to pass, Joe? Now. Okay. All right. Puberty blockers and sex changes for people 16 and under. That's another bill in Austin that's being debated right now, and we definitely want to pass that one. When do we want to pass that one, Joe? Now. That's right. We do not want children 16 and under to get puberty blockers and sex change operations without their parents' consent, even even with their parents' consent, because this bill is meant to keep whack-job parents from dragging their kid down there and saying, hey, turn my boy into a girl, all right, I'll see you in an hour. Uh-uh. No, not in Texas you don't do that. They may do that in Massachusetts or California, but you're not going to do that in Texas, all right? Speaking of Texas, the Ag Commissioner Sid Miller is suing Biden right now over a program that's providing debt relief to racially and ethnically diverse farmers and ranchers that he says discriminates against white farmers and ranchers. Well, it does, 100%. He is pursuing it in a personal capacity, not as Texas Ag Commissioner, because he asked for some of that assistance and was told, no, you're not the right color. You're you're white. You're a white guy. The 2021 American Rescue Plan Act administers aid to socially disadvantaged producers defined as black, American Indian, Alaska Native, Hispanic, Asian, or Hawaiian Pacific Islander. No whites allowed. U.S. Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack said it provides historic debt relief to black, indigenous, Hispanic, and other farmers of color who for generations have struggled to fully succeed due to systemic discrimination and a cycle of debt. What that is called is called reparations. So they're paying reparations to farmers of color and none to white guys here in the state of Texas. And our ad commissioner is suing. Back in a minute, Trey Ware here on KTSA, Quartermoon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Your best company for all of your plumbing services quarter moon will handle every job if you get spring a leak somewhere or you need a new uh heating unit you need a new cooling unit right now quarter moon has unbelievably low interest rates on ac units and i can't go through them on the air because there's so many different you know uh, name brands that they carry and they have different 
uh, interest rates and financing programs for them. So you just need to call Quarter Moon at 210-651-5899 and talk to them about it. If you need repair to your current system, they're always on the job 24-7. So there's no reason for you to have all that humidity that's outside right now inside your house. With a Quarter Moon plumbing, heat, and AC unit, they can keep the humidity out of your home and keep the temperature very, very comfortable all day, every day for you. That's what they do when you just call Quarter Moon at 210-651-5899 for Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Real quick notice here, both directions of I-10 between San Antonio and Bernie will be closed this weekend between 46 and Scenic Loop Road. They're going to be doing some major surgery on the highway over there. Both directions of I-10 between San Antonio and Bernie will be closed this weekend. AccuWeather forecast, mostly cloudy breezy today with a high about 89, the chance for some storms later on today. And tonight, a severe evening thunderstorm could happen. Mostly cloudy and humid, breezy this evening, followed by occasional rain and a thunderstorm later on. Now, these storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. 62 in the hill country, 70 on the Riverwalk. Tomorrow, a shower in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and a high of 81. And Friday, breezy in the morning, partly sunny with a couple of showers and thunderstorms possible. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. You no longer need to wear a mask. So nice of you, Joe. Thank you for allowing us to be outside without a mask on. You are so magnanimous, dear leader, sir. Thank you. It is uh, 623 now at KTSA. My name is Trey Ware. Thank you for listening. I want to tell you about a couple of things that I see. I'm, I'm a little bit, there's a couple of things that I geek off on. Well, there's several things that I geek off on. One of them is uh, I, I love the weather. I'm just a geek about the weather. So I pay close attention when these storm things happen. One of the other things is uh, economics, and I have no economic degree at all. I'm not an economist, but I just dig watching buying and selling and what happens with all that. I love Harley-Davidson motorcycles, and I love God, and I, you know, I, I geek on a lot of that other stuff, too. But anyway... Economically, Hasbro announced yesterday that they're going to raise prices of toys and games. They're going to counter the higher material costs, the raw material costs like rosin and what have you. They've uh, got a huge demand for their games and Nerf blasters and all this stuff and have had for the entire year because everybody's been stuck at home. Most U.S. manufacturers, they've had to contend with uh, rising resin, packaging, metal prices, trucking, delivery, traveling, all that kind of stuff is just out of sight. Right? And Mattel, just last week, they said they're going to have significant price increases here very, very soon. The costs, including the price increases for the second half of the year, are just going to go through uh, the ceiling, a 14% rise in first quarter sales in consumer products. Okay, just tuck that away in the back of your head for a sec. I'll come back to that. Then the Houston Rocket owner and the owner of Landry Seafood, he's the same guy, Tillman Fertitta, uh, he he's talking about how he's having a hard time finding enough workers because of the enhanced employment unemployment benefits, right? It's the extra three hundred dollars a week that people are getting. He said everybody criticized Governor Abbott for opening up that, this last May. It was the right thing to do, but one of the consequences of that is people are not willing to work now. They're sitting at home, so we're having a hard time for our operations, meaning Landry's and the Rockets and everything else. People don't want a job. You can get a job right now in any industry that you want to get into right now. Target, Bed Bath Beyond, etc. They all 
all are looking for employees, but nobody wants to work right now because they're making more money sitting on the couch. He said, we're offering bonuses everywhere. We're having record-breaking months. That's stimulus. That's where your money is going. It's going to the high-end department stores, Louis Vuitton, the Chanel's, all your high-end steakhouses. People are spending their stimulus check there. And people are spending money everywhere, but we can't get people to come to work because the government's paying them more to stay home. So these uh, extended unemployment benefits, well-intentioned as they may have been, are retarding a full recovery. You're, you're getting ready to have huge inflation. This is what I want you to pay close attention to. Huge inflation because the people at the slaughterhouses, the people raising the chickens, the people raising the produce, they can't find employees, so they can only produce so much. So what happens when the number of steaks that, that are delivered normally to Texas Roadhouse is cut in half or a third, right? Well, then the prices go up. So... These guys at the slaughterhouses and processors and what have you, they have to raise their prices because there's only so much that they have because they have limited number of people. It's not that they don't have enough cows. They don't have enough people to process the cows, et cetera. And this is true with, with retail, with restaurants, well, true with hotels. It's true with guys who are working on Harley-Davidson motorcycles. I happen to know that personally, et cetera, et cetera. They have to raise the price of the consumer because there's limited goods available because there are no laborers. So the the end person, the retail person, has to pay more to get this very same item, and they have to pass that on to you. So here's two things I want you to keep in mind. Yeah, well, I'm not going to buy a board game. I understand that. It has nothing to do with whether you're going to buy something from Hasbro or Mattel. What this is showing right now are is an incredible, incredible amount of inflation that is coming because you've had the Fed out there for years pumping money into the stock market. Now you've had the government pumping money into the market itself. People are going out there and spending the money, but nobody's working on the backside to supply the labor that's necessary to promote, to, to produce more goods so you end up with fewer goods and when you have fewer goods and a whole lot of dollars competing for fewer goods what do you have what happens then aha prices increase like crazy when you have this gigantic pool of cash and you have one item or two items or a handful of items that all that money is competing for the price of those items goes up that's the first thing so huge inflation okay secondly getting it to you truckers are doing the same thing man i know of a handful of truckers that are gone now for eight to ten weeks at a time because there's not enough trucks on the road anymore they still have to deliver all these goods so there are going to be shortages guys probably this summer you might see commodity shortages you might see food shortages you might see gasoline shortages all of these things are going to happen because there's not enough guys out there producing the stuff and delivering the stuff. There might be enough gasoline to, 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 to fuel every car and airplane and everything else in the world. But if you can't get it to the store, the prices go up and stock goes down. only reason I bring this up is not to be a bummer. No, I'm not trying to be a bummer at all. What I'm trying to do is tell you you need to prepare for what's going to be increased prices and reduced goods available this summer. And those goods equal commodities, equal food, equal gasoline, and stuff like that. Now, I may be totally wrong, because I said I'm not an economist, but I'm looking at this stuff and I'm saying, if people aren't making it, 
processing it and it's not being delivered to the stores, well, that means increase in prices and that also means fewer shortages of goods. Okay. Back in a minute, we'll talk with John Hayward coming up here. KTSA, I want to tell you about my friends at Arsadi Dental who are going to take care of your teeth and going to take care of your gums as well to make sure you're in great health. If you take care of your teeth and gums, then they're going to take care of you and the average uh, lifespan of a tooth, of a good tooth, is taking care of about 80 years. So, hey, you get 80 years out of it, good deal. Awesome. Now, if you're looking to straighten your teeth, whiten your teeth, do cosmetic stuff, these folks over at Arsadi are absolutely the best you're going to find anywhere to do that. Uh, you can you can get in touch with them at 210-479-8989 and talk with them about Invisalign. That way they can straighten your teeth, and nobody but them and you are going to know that you are straightening your teeth. They can also whiten your teeth for life at Orsati Dental. They do it all. From complicated stuff all the way to the easy stuff, easy peasy stuff, they do it all one place, and that is our friends at Orsati Dental. 210-47-47. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This last question I'll take, and I'm really going to be in trouble. Yes, you are. Let's go to John Hayward. Trey Ware here. John Hayward from Breitbart.com on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. So let's play that again, Chris, just so we got to set up here. Joe Biden, uh, he always, after these things, he always, this is his MO. This is how it works. They write a question. They give it to one of their friendly reporters. The friendly report, and, and Joe has the answer in his book. So he starts to walk away. This is how it always works, guys, with him. He starts to walk away. It's all scripted from the podium, puts his, his aviators on. And somebody goes, hey, Joe, how much they charging for tea in Texas? And he walks back over and he goes, I'm only going to answer this one. Tea in Texas, 47 cents right now. And then a bunch of others yell something, but Joe just walks off, right? So yesterday, that whole thing plays out. But he comes back and he says, okay, I'm going to answer another one. So th- this is what happened. I'm sorry. I'm going to just last question I'll take. And I'm really going to be in trouble. So he looks up at the White House, who, where I'm sure Barack is peering through the blinds down at him saying, he's answering another one. He can't answer. No, no, no. Who's he going to be in trouble with there, uh, John? Is it Barack? Is it uh, Ron Klain? Is it uh, Valerie Jarrett? Is it George Soros? Who's the boss? Well, he's got his handlers. I mean, he knows that if he goes off script, as you say, his press conferences are all ridiculous farces where all the questions are settled in advance and teams of people write the answers and Joe just has to read them. And he knows that any time he goes off script, it turns into an unholy disaster. And I'm sure he's been lectured by the people that handle him never to do that, even if he's feeling avuncular and he wants to hang out with the press. And he knows they're his friends, you know, how much trouble he can get into. And yeah, he can get into a lot of trouble. He's right about that. I said before the election, anybody who sincerely cares about government transparency, accountability, about knowing what your government is doing, you can't vote for a Democrat because you're going to have the media in love with them and doing everything they can to hide what's really going on, never ask a tough question, never catch them on the back foot, never get any real information, bury their scandals, and then we're getting this again. We get it every time we have a Democratic president. It's just ludicrous to me that there's anybody out there that thinks government transparency is important that votes for the media's favorite candidate. Well, they, they didn't vote for this guy, right? So he's a, uh, a pino. He's a president in name only because he's not the real guy. I think it's a, I think it's a cabal, probably Barack, probably Michelle, probably Valerie Jarrett, probably George Soros, probably Ron Klain, probably Susan Rice, all behind him, pulling all the strings and really running the show, which means you have unelected, unaccountable people running the, the, the uh, United States of America. But hey, hey, hey it's all good. 
Because our overlords came down from on high yesterday and brought the tablets down and said, if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask off. off. I'm just so happy our dear leader delivered that news to us yesterday, John. I think they were really underestimating how much damage all of this is doing to the public's faith in government. You know, that that sense that the unelected and unaccountable people aren't very smart or good at what they do, and they can't seem to settle on any kind of a coherent message. I live in Florida, so, you know, everybody here is just laughing at, at the spectacle of these people as if they had just received some wisdom from the heavens. Oh, we've decided you don't have to wear masks outdoor anymore. Really? <laughs> here we are on the beach in Florida waving high, you know, and we have admirable performance in the coronavirus. The masks were never really the key to beating the coronavirus at best they're they're a minor assistance very minor they're more symbolic than anything else and and fiddling around with symbolic stuff is not the way you address a serious problem i think the rest of america really needed a government and a scientific community that would seriously address this with the greatest gravity and would take every measure possible to understand how this disease works and what's really effective against it but instead it settled into politics and cultism and signaling and here we are tell me about tonight well, who knows? <laughs> I, know, I know we're going to get a lot of triumphalism. I mean, we, we already know this administration is taking credit for everything the previous administration did. You're going to get more of that. I mean, people know the score. People are really divided. I don't know if you've seen the, the latest polling here, but the country seems to have settled into two warring camps that are just kind of glaring at each other across an unbreachable divide. And at moments like this, one side is going to hear everything they want to hear, and the other side is going to hear everything that makes them mad. And that, that's just inevitable. Pretty much that's the way it's going to play out. John Hayward, the author of Dr. Zero Year One and at Breitbart.com. That's where you'll find his great writing. And every Wednesday right here on KTSA at this time. Thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. Well, the vice president decides she's going to do something about the border crisis. So what did she do? I'll explain coming up. Trey Ware here on KTSA and the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Amogee Bank. And that guy over there, he's just wonderful. I just love him. David McGee is one of the smartest guys that you will ever meet, and he is a kind Christian gentleman who has put together an awesome staff of bankers and business folks who understand the business environment, understand business here in Texas and beyond, and understand what you go through every day. And they work hard every day to help meet your needs so that you can drive your business ahead, particularly your family-run business, right? Your family-run business is unique. There's nothing like it in the, in the world. Uh, a, a lot of times when you have a, a corporate business that ha- doesn't have family, well, somebody ultimately makes that decision and sends it down from on high. When it's a family-run business, you, you got to get everybody together on, thinking on the same page so that there's still harmony at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, right? So that's where Amogee can really help out. They can help set a course for success for your family-run business. Then they can back it all up with the money that's necessary to get the job done. And they have integrity, and you can trust them. When they tell you something, you can take it to the bank. Pun intended, I guess. I don't know. I just came up with that. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC. Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Anybody who sincerely cares about government transparency, accountability, about knowing what your government is doing, you can't vote for a Democrat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. That was 1983, San Antonio Convention Center Arena. Took my new young wife, Nancy Louise Hooper Ware. <laughs> Went over to see Kiss and Creatures of the Night was the tour. And Gene Simmons did the song. 
And after he got done, he did the whole blood thing and wiped it off his face, you know, and he throws the towel out in the audience. Guess who caught the towel? Guess who found himself under about 500 people, too, trying to get to that towel? That was all right there at the convention center. Great memories, great times. Joe Biden has nominated Texas Sheriff uh, Ed Gonzalez to be the head of ICE. Why do I even talk about this? Ed Gonzalez hates ICE. (laughs) Ed Gonzalez has on a number of occasions tweeted, I don't like ICE, I don't like the raids that ICE has caused. I don't like ICE throwing people out of the country. So you know where Biden's headed with this. He's putting a guy in charge of ICE who doesn't want ICE to do their job. (laughs) The U.S. is about to ban nicotine. uh, Well, they're lowering the, the, the amount of nicotine in cigarettes, but they're about to ban menthol cigarettes. Because menthol cigarettes are racists. The majority of black smokers, 85%, use menthol cigarettes, and they say it's racist. Black Americans, much less likely than white Americans, to be diagnosed with lung cancer early enough to catch it. The winds are definitely in our favor, said Del Monte Jefferson, executive director of the Center for Black Health and Equity. COVID-19 and the racial awakening we had last summer exposed the inequities in our system. He said the menthol is just another example of the health inequities that have plagued African-Americans for generations. Menthol cigarettes are racist, so Joe Biden is going to ban them. Thousands of genetically modified mosquitoes have been released in Florida. You guys are worried about Pfizer and Moderna going in your arm, and they're messing with mosquitoes. What they did was they they made these mosquitoes now in a lab that are going to go, they're, they're males, and they're going to go out and they're going to have sex with the women mosquitoes and when a baby's born the baby won't be a female so they won't be able to mate because mosquitoes are doing dinghy and zinky and zawawi and zamami and all these other diseases that they're flying around with so they're trying to stop them so they're genetically modifying bugs and you're worried about a vaccine in your arm kamala harris she's in charge of the border thank god somebody who knows what they're doing in charge of the border 36 days have passed. She has not has a press conference. She has not gone to the border. Number one, we were told it was a security issue. They didn't want to put her in harm's way. Hold on, time out. Is the border safe or not? <laughs> if she has, by the way, the best security that money can buy on the planet, airplanes fly overhead, you know, guys with really big guns that you can't even see, laser, beam, laser beams, and all kinds of stuff protect Kamala. So she can't go to the border? <laughs> but the border's safe? Oh, whoa, whoa. T- I call timeout. I'm raising the BS flag. There it is. It's waving. And then she said the second reason she didn't want to catch COVID. There's a there's a chance she might catch COVID at the border. Wait a minute. They told us 10 minutes ago COVID wasn't coming in the country. And I thought she was vaccinated twice. Do these vaccines work or not? Somebody, somebody, please salute the, the BS flag because they're saying that she can't go down there, she might catch COVID. She's been vaccinated twice, and there's no COVID at the border. What's up? Well, thank God she did get on it, though, because she she called the president of Finland. <laughs> I want to talk with the president of Finland about the uh, the Texas-Mexico border, which is a disaster. <laughs> now, Finland is an ocean, a very big ocean. 
and 6,000 miles away from the Texas-Mexico border. But that's who she called. <laughs> I want to talk with you about the problem down at the Texas-Mexico border. We have all these people coming up from Central America, and it's your fault over there in Finland. Finland's like, what are you crapping on me for? what I do? <laughs> You're making Nokia phones over there, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's global warming. It's fossil fuels. That's the problem, and you're making them. He's like, huh? <laughs> Say what? You're dragging me into your illegal immigration crisis? That's right, she says. Okay. Uh, then she said, get me, get me all the nonprofits in Guatemala on a webcast. I want to talk with them. Uh, you mean like the Guatemalan Goodwill? Yes, that's who I mean. You mean like the Guatemalan Blood Bank? Yes, that's who I mean. And she told <laughs> They're like, we're processing pants and toys for the poor. What do you want? Well, I want to talk to you about what works here on the border crisis. I want to know from you guys there at the Goodwill in Guatemala what works and what doesn't work. You guys at the Blood Bank in Guatemala tell me what works and what doesn't work. <laughs> so she's, uh, she, hey, man, she's she's got a twofer. Called the president of Finland, jumped all over him, called the Guatemalan uh, Food Bank and, uh, and, and uh, uh, Goodwill. How am I going to fix this problem? Oh, no, it gets better. We're talking Kamala here. She said the problem is extreme weather, lack of climate adaptation, and violence against gay people and Afro-descendants. That's, that's the problem here. We've got to fix all that, which means we've got to spend a bunch of money down there. Give a bunch of money to gay people down there, Afro-descendants down there, and that's going to fix it. Huh? Say what? And finally, she said... Get the Japanese prime minister on the phone. I need to talk to him about this climate, uh, this situation down at our, our border. So she talked to the Finnish president. She talked to the Japanese vice, the Japanese prime premier. She talked to the uh, nonprofit organizations in Guatemala. <laughs> and she's sending money to gay people in Central America, all to stop our border crisis. Look, guys, you got to laugh to keep from crying at how bad these people are at doing what they're supposed to do to take care of the United States of America. She's a train wreck, and her boss is not any better. He's a train wreck times 10. It's mess, and shoo, man, I just hope we can make it to 2024. Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA.